It's Christmas. So it's Christmas time. Would you all like me to roll this giant d20? Yes. Is that like we get to choose? I'm asking. Yes. Yes. Can you roll? Like, you got outvoted, wait, wait, wait. so it doesn't matter. Can you roll the tiny d20? No, it's too late. You've already been outvoted. I rolled six. Should have rolled the Woo-hoo. tiny one. Could have rolled. Who knows? Maybe 20. six is good for you. Um, It's a bad number, but it's fine. So the story begins a few miles out from Branshire, the patron city of Palor. Uh, also, near the home of some of our friends. Our friends Phil, Bill, and Jill Hicks. Howdy, y'all. None of that. <laughs> Absolutely 0% of that. Please. <laughs> this is some time undeterminate before uh, your adventure traipsing across the north with Sutsaris. And uh, you're all still back at home. Bill, you have come home to visit during, uh, I guess, what's sort of like a furlough, time off from your tenure at Barlin's Pass, learning to be a warrior paladin, right? You've come home for the uh, holiday season. And when I say the holiday season, uh, of course, I'm referring to Candle Bells. Candle Bells being the festival of uh, Candles and Bells. (laughs) Yeah, it's a festival of candles and bells, ironically named Candle Bells. Candle Bells Rock? (laughs) Yeah. Candle bells, candle bells, candle, candle bells, bells rock. rock. <laughs> uh, Jingle yes. and flame. We're approaching candle bells. In fact, it is the night before. And Bill, candle you... Candle bells eve? Yes, basically, yes. Candle bells eve. Bill, you are out on the farm taking care of some chores. What are your chores, typically, for this time of year? Well, I wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I plow, churn butter, and typically feed cows. Right. So, I mean, Phil and Jill, I'm sure, help with certain different aspects of that. But uh, right now, Phil and Jill have actually left. They have had to go into Branshaw. They've rode into town to pick up a few final provisions for the Candle Bells feast that your mom is preparing that you're all going to enjoy here very soon. You're just kind of finishing up the chores for the day. It's not cold out. It's just kind of cool. I mean, you you dudes are in pretty mild climate. I would say it's probably in the mid-40s. It doesn't really snow right next to Branshaw. I mean, it's the city of summer, you know, so it's not really cold, but it is a wintry, cool sort of night. Uh, you're going about your chores. What's the last thing you're doing? I'm, I'm checking the barn, shutting it up, shutting down the barn, shutting down the barn, making sure all the, 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 the little piggies the, stay in there. The piggies. Sure, yeah, we have okay. piggies. Pigs too. Uh, yeah. checking all the babies, the babies, yeah, making sure everything's yes. good. All the baby chickens. You're doing that uh, as that's being... Look at the all these chickens. chickens. Okay. Uh, cows, chickens, pigs, it's all here. Uh, Chimera, just everything you could think of. We have squid. No. No, you do not. 
You do not have squid. We have a fish tank filled with squid. We don't <laughs> it's a squid tank. We are ink farmers. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a lucrative industry. So, Bill, as you're finishing up your, your chores for the night, getting ready, you hear the sound of a cart coming up the road, and you look and you see coming up the drive toward the house, uh, Phil and Jill on the cart, a horse. Who's driving? Jill, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Why are, why are you sighing? She shouldn't be driving. She's underage. I think this is probably right when you're like, say, the 18 year old range. You know, like so just she's learning about, to drive. So you're still kind of child. Well, I'm becoming 30. adulthood because you're the youngest. You're the oldest. I was 30, mm-hmm. so yeah, she's probably probably older. right out around 19 or yeah, at, this, I mean, if this is three or four years before that, 18 to 20, right in that range. Sure. The youngest, but not young. You're uh, approaching adulthood. So yeah, you see that Jill's driving. She's learning, you know. This is her time to drive. Oh, boy. Here you know, we go. Going through the uh, the rituals. When did I get sold? This brings a tear to my eye. You're like 24. Just watching. No. <laughs> That's mostly Caleb crying. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so you see, them, you. you see them heading toward the house as the sun is setting, uh, heading in there. Anything's ready for the celebrations for Candlebells. Uh, you wrap it up in the barn. You head inside. Yeah. And I'm whistling the tune to Candlebells Rock. Candlebell, candlebell, candlebells, candlebells, candlebells rock. I put my utensils away, the pitchfork and mm-hmm. stuff. I've got food for all the animals and mm-hmm. all that blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then I begin to walk inside. All right, you head toward the house. Phil, you and Jill arrived there at the house. You've got all the goods, the, the food that you were sitting in town to get. What's your house like? Stone. Stone. That's it. It's just one big stone. We live under a rock. This is a farmhouse, right? It's a f- stone farmhouse? No. It's a decent size. It's not? No. It's it a, can be. It's a decent size house. I mean, imagine your basic farmhouse, you know, white walls, two stories high, wraparound porch, tons of land. A lot of land? Yeah. So uh, you guys step inside? Yes. I go in through the back door. So what sort of decorations do you guys have? Candles, Candles and, and bells. bells. <laughs> <laughs> and it is uh, decked out. Are the candles in the bells? Are the bells the candles? Yes. No, it goes candle, bell, candle, bell, candle, bell. Are all the candles we have lit? bells that have wicks in them. Okay. They're candle bells. Right. Mom likes to go all out. Yeah. And they were put up way before Turkey Day. Oh, right, right, right. So, the, so like it's been about a month and a half. Yeah, now. we're, we're kind of sick of it. Yeah. A little bit. You step inside, you can smell uh, the uh, the tantalizing scent of something being roasted over an open flame in the kitchen. Are they chestnuts? Chestnuts roasting on an open flame. What's for Candlebell's dinner in the Hicks household? What is it, a turducken? Turducken? Turducken. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have a turducken? We have a turducken. <laughs> I mean, that could be some sort of fantasy bird thing. Um, I don't know what it would be, though. A turducken is a chicken inside of a duck inside of a turkey. Sounds great. That's what we're eating. So triple bird. Definitely. It's pretty serious. Some some pretty serious birdage. Okay. So turducken is cooking Mm -hmm. in the kitchen. You guys have brought, like, the fresh produce, right? The veggies, the turnips, the potatoes, grain beans. Grain beans. Corn. (laughs) Lamb. No. (laughs) Not again. (laughs) 
Great spades, tomatoes, lamb, 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 you name it. So all the food's being cooked. You guys step inside, and um, you're greeted by your mom, Phyllis. She says, oh, good, Phil. You are back already. Uh, sit the turnips right over here. While, while she's talking, I'm going to try to sneak over and get a spoonful of potato soup. Okay. Yeah. Roll me a, a stealth check. <laughs> roll stealth. With disadvantage. Are you wearing your chain armor right now? I need no. To okay, okay. I'm, I'm wearing You're like... Fine. I, I, He's wearing a potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> roll me that stealth check. Seven. It's a plus seven. Plus three. Okay. Your mom's passive is... Uh, she's very wise. So her passive is higher than a ten. Uh, she so has that mom sense. You're you're walking as she's talking to. I'm trying to do it like I have the spoon right here, and I'm mm-hmm. just gonna walk past and kind of hit you with a wooden spoon. Exactly. As she's talking to Phil and Jill. You're standing there. You're about to reach over, and all of a sudden you feel a whack on the back of your head. Ow! Now I told you stay out that tater soup till we're ready, Bill. Mom, it, t- it smells so good. Stay out. It'll be ready soon. <laughs> all right. Was silver right. in the corner and pout. I can't handle Paul's voice. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, y'all help me get the table set. Dinner will be ready very soon. I get the plates. Bill, are you in there messing with your mama's tater soup again? You can't prove it. Bill, I'm getting plates. Willis, he's fine. It's candle bells. Just let it be. I am taking the plates from Bill. So you guys go about helping get everything set out. You get the dinner table set pretty soon. The potato soup is brought out. The turducken is nice and rotisseried, however you say that. You guys can smell it. It smells delicious. There are pies. What sort of pies? Pecan. Pecan pie. What else? Pumpkin. Pumpkin pie. I'm allergic to pie. And peanut butter and jelly pie. Peanut butter and jelly <laughs> pies. There have been peanut butter and jelly pies. I'm not actually allergic to pie. I love pie. <laughs> okay, well, so what kind of pie does feel like? Well, I was going to say peanut butter and jelly, but then Abby <laughs> stole it, so that's fine. <laughs> okay. You took too long. We so also have pie. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Okay, mac and cheese. And mac and cheese. Mm. Mm, in the same that sandwich. mac and cheese. Right, right, that twice baked. Yeah, with like bacon the, bits. And the crumbs. And the crumblies. Velveeta cheese poured over it. Velveeta cheese? Y'all got fresh-made cheese, sir. It's That's a cow true. farm. That goat cheese. You all set in. Candlebell's feast is prepared. And it's part of the fact that your parents are farmers, and you guys aren't, like, the wealthiest family. you got a spread, because if there's one thing a farmer can gather, it's a good meal. You enjoy your Candlebell's feast. Do you have any Candlebell's traditions? It's a lot of stuff to make up on the fly, Paul. I love it. Let's do it. Let's Roman go. Candlebell fights. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just magic missile wands. Jill wins. <laughs> of course she does. We also have a bonfire outside. Okay. That got out of hand last year because Phil decided to run through it. Axe throwing. Who wins that? Typically Phil. <laughs> <laughs> do you all do a gift exchange? Are there gifts? Yes. Yes, we do. So the uh, celebration of candle bells is usually capped off with, um, you know, a gift exchange in the morning that gifts are usually given to the good children who leave the door cracked and a candle lit for the candle king. Does the Hicks family observe this tradition? Yes. Okay. Yes, because we like free things. This is more popular in uh, in the northern parts of Monumi, especially around Dimmerhold and things like that. It's not really widespread throughout the world. But um, maybe because of uh, Phil's unknown dwarven heritage, 
your parents uh, adopted that um, tradition. Regardless, you all, you don't know that many people that celebrate candle bells as fervently. Like you said, your mom really goes all out, as you all do. But would you say that the three of you have mostly positive feelings toward? Candle bells is great. I mean, coming Favorite home time and of being year. with family. Exactly. So do you have any last thing before bed traditions that yeah. you do? I actually, I get them presents, even though they typically suck. I mean, but <laughs> I try to get them stuff. Okay. So you but, all exchange a gift before yes. bed or in the morning? Before I, oh, well, I guess, well, no, it's okay. I guess in the morning. In the morning is when the candle king delivers it's, his This is gift. the eve, right? This right. is candle bells eve. eve. Yeah, so candle tonight eve. is the night we that we do, do it as a family. Fam- oh, okay. We do a family as a gift. a family. Where so, we typically play a game. Okay. What what game? So is it Dirty Candle King? No. <laughs> Secret we, Candle uh, King? Our dad goes back in the back, and I go back to help him, and we bring out this tray that has five sets of dice, and my dad sits behind a table oh and gosh, begins please. to tell a story. Okay. And we actually make up characters and play hmm. in the story as a collective storytelling. This is too meta. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's just turtles all the way down. It's like looking into a mirror with a mirror behind you, and then inside the mirror, you see the mirror of you <laughs> looking into the mirror, into the mirror. In the D&D game, are you guys playing characters that are playing D&D in the yeah, game? Uh, that are so playing Bill is actually that are playing, playing, playing a D&D character D&D named Caleb. Please, that we're done. <laughs> no more of this. Uh, I do like the idea of your dad being like, all right, so now y'all roll initiative. Um, we're going to take... No, but anyway, yes. So I like we, yeah, we play... Is it usually a Candlewells themed adventure? Yes. And your dad crafts the story about uh, the Candle King and about this lone tower atop a snowy mountain and how that the Candle King's uh, tower is lined with circles and circles of candles going all the way up in a spiral. And uh, the story he tells is honestly a little bit creepy. It's about these people who were hired uh, into a little village north of here called Kurtza Village. And Kurtza Village there was someone uh, impersonating the Candle King going in and stealing things from people's houses. And you three were hired to find the imposter and stop him. But in trying to do so, you accidentally attacked the true Candle King and you were transported to another world. And in that world, you found yourself being attacked by strange wintry creatures like living snowmen and mountainous wooden figures firing some sort of weird contraptions at you and a giant uh, Candlebell's gift that turned into a monster and tried to eat you. But you finally make your way to the top of the Candlebell Tower where the Candle King himself, along with his gigantic golden white tiger, the Yule Cat, tried to punish you, I guess, teach you a lesson for trying to stop Candlebells for all children everywhere. Of course, it was all an elaborate ruse to teach you a lesson in the end. Of course, which is the way your dad's stories always go. At the end of them, there's a valuable lesson about being a good person and values and all of that, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. But it's a very fun, very wholesome story. And when it's done, it is late, uh, not quite midnight, probably 1030-ish. You guys kind of get started early. And, of course, it's time to turn in. Do you exchange a gift? I gave Butter a will of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just Bill is he, He's losing his mind He's like This is like fresh Gouda He's like sitting there rubbing it a little bit And he's like I don't want to take a bite of it Because I know once I get back to basic I want even more of this Okay but, Don't start injecting into your veins Phil So this year I decided to Get you all clothing Because I am so thoughtful And I pull out this like Silver chest plate With the symbol of Paylor Because I know that's who Butter serves 
Wow, that's actually a really nice gift. And I hand it to him. And then I turn to Jelly and I go, here is yours. And it's a purple cloak, a dark purple, almost black. Well, I guess if wow. you're giving me such a good gift, <laughs> I was going to wait. But I actually, there's this guy that I, I serve with and he created this really cool oh weapon. Oh my gosh. And he, Bill starts to go back into his room. He's digging through all this stuff and he picks up this axe and he brings it to Phil and he says, now, this is really cool if you click right here, and he does, and the axe splits in half. He says, I wanted you to have this. I was going to wait till tomorrow, but if you're giving me this, I, I want to give this to you. Immediate tears. But he hides it. Man, I just carved Pina a comb for his beautiful locks. <laughs> I accept graciously. She's done more than enough, Jill, as he's, like, stroking the cheese well. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a bite out of it. Very solemn, light bite. And then immediately takes a humongous bite afterwards. <laughs> like, this is so good. So you all exchange gifts. It's been a great Candle Bells Eve. And now it's time to go to sleep. Do you light the candle and leave the door cracked? Yes. I mean, you're all grown up now, so. Jill, I still believe. We still believe. Just asking. You all want to do it together this year? Last time we just let Phil do it and he accidentally like blew it out with his breath. But, I mean, we relit it. Would you want to do it together, though? I say we light three candles and ignite one singular candle with the three oh, candles. That would be cool. Like My a, candle's like purple. Marriage, like a unity I want to show candle. y'all something I learned. Like Phil like snaps his fingers and it lights. I'm like, I lit my candle. You all sleep in separate rooms, I'm assuming. Yeah. Have yeah. your own rooms. Well, I have an upstairs room. Since we're so poor, mm-hmm. me and Butter have to share a room. We share the attic. Okay. Cool. So you go up to the upstairs room mm-hmm. and that's like kind of storehouses and stuff. Right. And then Jill's room is in the very back, and it's like a, a nice big room, open room. And then you have to open down the attic, and that's mine, I guess, mine and Phil's room. Okay. So you all turn in. You set up your candle for the night. Um, I get my hammock. Phyllis and Willis give you all a kiss goodnight. Uh, you know, they, they check everything. And then you're all off to sleep, ready to try and fall asleep, get ready for exciting morning when you have candle bells breakfast and gifts from the candle king of I look course over at, i look over at phil do you think you'll actually come again this year he always do comes we're, do you think we're too old though who are we to doubt the great candle king you're right honestly i'm, I'm, I'm sorry. faith is I half the battle day. younger brother i need d20s rolled across the board please. i love this what is it it's a natural 20 <laughs> okay. this is wasted mine for tonight do we add anything? Uh, no, just how much you got. Okay, 17. 16. Okay. Um, you fall right to sleep. Easily. I guarantee it. Easily fall asleep. That hammock, is. it's been a while since I've been into that. Phil, with the 17, you fall asleep as well pretty quickly. Yay. Jill, Good night, you, Phil. you're feeling sleepy, but you're still pretty excited. So I think about what I could have said for that argument that happened five years ago with Butter. Uh-huh. Yeah, you think about a lot of things. Most nights. Uh, excited, though, about candle bells and thinking about maybe the game you guys had, remembering all the cool stories. Jill, you're finally starting to feel that that uh, that edge between sweep, sweep, <laughs> that edge. <laughs> How wooed. Between sleep and uh, awokenness. And uh, right as you're just starting to drift off, uh, in fact, you might have even drifted off just a little bit. Just, you know, sometimes you'll fall asleep and then you'll jerk awake. It's like that region. And you jerk awake. You could swore you just heard something weird. 
like like a bell ringing, what do you do? I grab my bow and I go look for the sound. <laughs> okay, you grab your bow. You're getting up, and as you do, you hear the sound. It, it's kind of odd. It sounds like something scratching at the door. Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> and then do you, you kind of pause and listen for a second, and it's weird. You hear this like scratching at the door, and then like a little bell. Ring, ding, 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 ding. And then another sort of sound. It sounds like a sort of animal sound. I don't know. It's hard to tell. There's definitely something at the door. Yeah, there's no way I'm doing this alone. I go get butter and peanut. Okay, you're walking over to wake up Bill uh, and Phil, and then you hear a meowing and a scratching and a little bell ringing. Yeah, they're gonna have to wake up. I'm I'm not opening this door. I hate animals. Okay. Wow. Jill does not like animals. Okay. Unless they're hurt, she raised them. Okay. Who do you wake first? Peanut. <laughs> okay. So Phil, you are awakened by Jill. Huh? Uh, There's something at the door. I don't know what it is. It sounds like an animal, and you know I hate animals that I didn't raise. Okay. Uh, get butter up. I'll, I'll go check on it. Butter, butter, get up. And I just start walking down the steps. How, like, quick do you wake me up? We all know it's going to be like a five-minute process. She's trying to wake you up while Phil's walking down the stairs. The thing is, I'm in a hammock. Yeah, and you flip out of the hammock. Oh, great. That's kind of what I figured. <laughs> I just kind of shake you and forget, and you fall on the floor. As this is all happening, Phil, you're you're making your way down the steps, and you hear what Jill has heard. You hear a little scratching at the door, uh, the sound of a bell ringing. And what is, you're pretty sure is a cat. It's a little deeper, but you're pretty sure it's a cat meowing. Okay, is, you said while I'm on the way down the steps, right? Yeah, by the time you reach the bottom of the steps, you've definitely heard this. Okay, I look over where I left my axe. Mm-hmm. I pick it up. Okay. I go, I'm sure this isn't nothing, but just in case. And I put it on my back. Okay. And then I walk to the door. Mm-hmm. YOLO, I open it. <laughs> you open the door. And there, outside on the step of the deck, there's like a there's a cat. It looks kind of like a house cat, except uh, a little bigger than any house cat you've ever seen. Its ears are tall and furry. Its fur is snowy white, but with bright golden stripes all over, kind of like a tiger. Around its neck, there is a silver collar with no name, only a single golden bell. Oh, hey, buddy. Do you like turducken? We got some great turducken inside. You immediately sense purring from the cat. I go get some turducken. This cat's getting some. Do you leave the door open? Yeah. It walks in behind you. Okay. Cool. It's following you. I'm going straight for the turducken. This cat's getting some food. Bill, you and Jill come downstairs? Yep. Yeah, my bow's drawn. I'm like, Peanut, do you really so trust cute. this? Jill, put the bow away. Oh it's goodness. just a cat. Can I like go towards it? Like, but it doesn't look right. Why? Yeah. I want to pet it. Yeah. Bill's a sucker for mm-hmm. cute, like small animals. Right. And it's just like, I mean, like playing with it. And it's like, mm-hmm. I guess Phil, Phil, are you getting that food? Yeah. You think it would I, want milk? I, no, he wants no? turducken. Butter, He's stop it. Me. You don't even know this cat. But it's so cute. You have rabies. There. I'm like, it'll be fine. <laughs> Okay, You're there's a lot the worse things you can die from in this world. <laughs> I shut the door. I'm like petting the cat and everything. You're petting the cat. Uh, like I said, he's got very thick 
white fur with just wow. the weirdest golden stripes. Like it's not yellow; they're golden, like the That's color so of gold, like sparkly. And around his neck, he's got the silver collar. And then there's that bell. Oh my gosh, he's so what? Cute. What is that noise? It's making a bad noise. It's a meow. But he kind of turns and he's like pawing at his bell for like like right here, pawing at his bell. Do you do you want this off? Is this bothering you? And you kind of look at it, like, and it looks. The bell looks ancient. Goodness, this is old. Yeah, it's it's pristinely made, uh, pure gold. Wow, like the purest gold you've ever seen. This this cap must belong to somebody like rich or something. Then we shall make sure it is taken care of. And I start throwing handfuls of turducken towards it. You throw down some turducken, and, and I'm uh, like picking it up where Phil threw it, and I'm like. Not force feeding it. He's eating it like, out of your hand. He's yeah. gladly accepting the turducken. Oh my gosh, he's so adorable, though. Do you think it's trained? I don't know. Maybe it is. Jill, has it attacked you yet? I guess not. I'll put down my bow. Do you want something else, or he paws at his uh, bell again? Maybe he, should I take it off of him? Is it like bothering him or something? Do you think it's that, or do you think it's that he's lost and he's trying to tell us to find his owner? Hey, real quick, I'm going to go check outside just to see if I can see anyone that might possibly be okay. this cat's owner. I'm going to pick it up, and I'll I'll take some turducken with me and carry it following Phil. As Phil, uh, you turn to go out the door, uh, the cat reaches up again and brushes his bell. And when he does, it's it's later. You guys went to bed around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. It's, it's right around midnight, uh, about the crossover from that Kendall Bell's Eve into Kendall Bell's. And he reaches up and almost strangely like cognizant he slaps his bell once twice three times and then when he does he goes <coughs> oh um yes H- hello <laughs> i immediately like drop the cat well not like drop him but like you drop him and he, he easily lands on all fours okay yeah um, i told you something was wrong with this cat but he like maybe it's a turducken Maybe it- what's what's the matter with you? Let the You're cat talking? speak. Hello, uh, I'm pleased to make your acquaintance. My name is Natalie. I am uh, I am the Yule Cat, and he gives a little bow, and his little bell touches the floor. I drop on my knees. And Bill's like <laughs> Go freaking to shake out. His paw. This has got to be a dream. This is- he like grabs Phil. He's like, slap me, slap me. I punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I- I'm getting, like, does that, does it hurt, like, bad? Like, like how hard I, did you hit me? Good punch to the face. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, uh, Jill, this is awesome. Why are you, like, calm down? Jill, you really laid into my face, sir. I go back to shaking <laughs> the cat's paw. It is, like I said, it is nice to meet the three of you. Uh, which of you is uh, Butter? I believe it is. Wow, I've never heard someone else call me that besides these two. That's me. Uh, I, I probably heard one of them speaking of you. I heard your song, uh, the Candlebell Rock song. It actually it led me right to you. Okay, I'm sure this is somewhat disconcerting, seeing uh, a figure from um, legend appearing on this your doorstep. This is awesome. But yes, I am the very same Yule Cat. Excuse my smaller size. I'll be much larger by the end of the day. 
you three know my name. What is your name? Butter is a strange name, but I'm well, who am I to judge? Yeah, it's just it's a nickname. But I'm I'm Bill. Bill Hicks, and Hicks. he's I, I I'm I'm Phil. You, you can call me Peanut if you'd like. Peanut. Yes. I like this. I will call you Peanut. Thank you. I'm Jill, but they call me Jelly. Um, you can call me whatever you want, though. My lady, it is nice to make your acquaintance. Nice to meet you, too. I take no offense at your earlier statement. I realize that creatures of the wild can be quite uh, rude. They poop everywhere. It's a real mess. I understand that, but trust me, I am very sophisticated. And what is it used? Trained? Uh, and yeah, sure. We'll go with trained. And not to mention so freaking adorable. Well, thank you. I am quite beautiful. Yes, seriously. It's like you're like made of gold. That's so cool. Well, yes, there is gold in my fur. It is gold, but you can't have it. Sorry. Well, it's I part didn't of me. want it, but that's really. Wow. Well, you'd be surprised how many. Anyhow, you're probably wondering why I'm here. It, it just, yeah. just a little. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so I was sent with a message from my master. You've probably heard of him, the Candle King. He sent me with a very important Butter message. Fell on the floor. <laughs> Butter just falls down. I had a very, very, very important mission to deliver a message to a friend of his to the south, uh, but I'm afraid I became quite lost. It is a straight shot. I should have had no trouble. I've made the journey before. But as I was on my way, I came just near here. There was a great storm. The wind and the rains were so intense that I completely lost my way. I was taken by surprise. It came on me very suddenly. And uh, I heard the sound of someone singing candle bell carols. That that was me. This, your song led me through the storm. Well, that and the shining of all these beautiful candles. Yeah, that was mom. But it brought me straight here. And uh, as you can see, I'm quite small. And at the moment, somewhat weakened. I was wondering, well, this far from the north, it is hard to find people who are strong believers in the king, if that makes sense. But it seems that your family is quite... The followers of Candlebells. Yeah, I've never had a doubt. I know. I wish the same could be said about butter. <laughs> you have no proof. <laughs> I've always believed, but I did not know that the Yule Cat would be this absolute adorable. Yule Cat, is it true that the Candle King sees you when you're sleeping and knows when you're awake and can hear your thoughts? And also, is his beard like actual gold too? No, his beard is quite white. So cool. But his robe is real gold in the threading. So cool. He's also very tall. Isn't that heavy? He's also very strong. Makes sense, makes sense. Will we get to meet him? Oh, um, he's pretty far from here right now. I don't know, maybe. We'll see. But oh, the thing is, I, if I don't deliver this message tonight before sunrise, well... It is going to affect candle bells across Monumi. There won't be any gifts to waiting. the wagon. All right, Mom, I mean, Dad, we're leaving. Uh, shouldn't we go get prepared for the journey? Do you know how upset Mom would be if there was no candle bells? 
Well, what do you need? I see you have a weapon. You I have, have your my bow. weapon, but Bill, oh, don't you need your armor? I'm sitting in my PJs. And your trident. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you, if you all need to grab a couple of things, we can go, but I, have, I haven't even really told you what is happening. You see, there's I a... run upstairs. You need our help. Go we ahead. We are here to help. Uh, peanut. Yes. Jelly. There is a terrible storm, and we must press through it. I'm not really sure how, but I believe that with the gifts I've been given by the king and your belief in Candlebells, we can press through the storm. Woo, belief. I come running back downstairs, <laughs> dressed in full armor, with my trident and my shield and a, and a nice warm blanket for the cat. Oh, well, oh thank you. Um, we'll, we'll be heading south. It's not far. Uh, it's not that far, but we, uh, as we go south, there is a, there is a particular star that has been enlightened. You could say it's been in, emblazoned, emboldened, brightened by the Candle King. We have to follow that star. If we do, it'll lead us exactly where we need to be to deliver this message. And well, I can't see it through the storm, but if we can get through to the other side, then perhaps we can make our way. It only takes belief. And we can do anything. Faith, trust, and pixie dust. Except we don't have pixie dust. And a lot of weapons. He does that cat thing where he like brushes up against your leg affectionately. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was good or bad. Uh, You're not like a normal cat. I won't break out in hives, will I? I'm going to go prepare the wagon. I am a magic cat. Got it. Got as far it. as I know, no one is allergic to me. I hope not. So the three of you will travel with me then, yes? Yes. I'll have to go explain it to our parents real quick. I will go get the wagon while she's doing that, though. Oh, so as soon as you guys said yes, he, like, smacked his bell with his paw. Okay. And it rings kind of loud. And then you said that about going to your parents. He's like, oh, um, well, you won't be able to reach them now. We've already, we've already gone. Uh. What? Uh. We're... Wait. But we're in the house. Oh, yes. But the house went with us. They're not here. This isn't the same house. Just uh, um, just trust. Are they Follow okay? Me. Your parents? Yeah. Yes, they're just asleep in their bed. Everything is fine. We've just... We have traveled. They're still asleep. Hmm. Uh, Look. Open the door. You'll see. He goes and steps over the door and just kind of looks at you. I open the door? You open the door. You step outside. You're not in Kansas anymore. We were what? in Kansas. You're you're not in your your farm anymore. The world looks much smaller. You step out. It's dark. It's still nighttime. Is but it it's here? it's a <laughs> yeah. It's Minecraft. Uh, it's <laughs> a uh, it's a it's it's an odd sort of phenomenon because it is dark. It's nighttime, but you can see very clearly, and you can see very far. The farm is gone. The house is there behind you because you just stepped out of it. The farm is gone. It's like you stepped out into another world altogether. Everything seems much closer. Like I said, to the north, you look up to the north and you can see in the distance. It somehow seems both very far away from you, but also very near. Uh, large, white-capped mountains blanketed with snow. Uh, and you feel like you can almost see at the top of the tallest white mountain a glowing sort of tower off to the north. Wow. Uh, off to the west, you see what look like great billowing clouds of dust just blowing and churning far off to the west. To the east, you see 
um, what looks like it's it's a lot darker to the east. Strangely enough, it's kind of hard to see in that direction. But to the south, it is very clear what you can see. A wall of storms. I mean, it is clear. You can see the sky above you, these stars. Everything has this sort of odd, sort of glowy nature to it. But it's like you see the grass flowing, the land flowing, and then just a solid wall of rain. That's a wad of wine. No. Not a whittle wine. <laughs> Why? Good thing I got a new cloak. Ah, yes, cloaks would be very good for this journey. Uh, you can see that rain over there. That's not normal. That's a lot of rain. This plane is not really... It should be a clear shot to the south. I've never run into anything like this. I was walking, everything was fine, and all of a sudden, here comes the rain. Your cat, do you think someone's doing this? Well... It is quite possible that someone is doing this, but for what reason, I can't say. That's weird. For whatever reason, we will find them. Who would want to interrupt Candlebell's evil? It's like Butter's eyes just go dumb. We're not dumb. (laughs) (laughs) His eyes go dumb. No, but his eyes go cross-eyed, and he like gets in this mode. He's like, we must stop them. It's real serious, and he picks up the Yule Cat and wraps him in the blanket. <laughs> okay. And then just starts carrying him towards the towards the storm. Uh, I, I can walk just fine. But you must be kept warm. Yes, I don't really... Please, I, I'd rather walk. Fine. <laughs> he puts him down. <laughs> but I appreciate the gesture. You all uh, start making your way south. I'm, yes, I'm moving. It's like I said, you're walking and at first it seems like you're pretty far away but within minutes you are right up on the storm it's like the land is just running beneath your feet is it like one of those things where like i can like i'm in kentucky now i'm in tennessee kind of thing like i put my hand over it and there's water on my wrist and then that kind of talking about you're actually trying to mess with the storm with the water yes yeah it's a wall there's a solid line of it yeah there's a line of it and it's a heavy rain. It's not running this way, water, anything. It's like it stops at a line of air. It's a very strange phenomenon. It seems like this place isn't beholden to the laws of nature. Uh, but you do notice now that you're here that it's not just rain. Uh, you hear the billowing sounds of thunder. You can also see lightning striking overhead. As you're approaching and looking at the rain, you can see the wall of rain that leads up to the blackest, darkest clouds you've ever seen. I walk to the front of the pack, mm-hmm. go, oh yeah, and just jump it. Just Kool-Aid man busts through the rain wall? Oh yeah. Here we go, and Bill jumps in right after him. Well, okay. Oh, I do hate the rain, but uh, Natalie follows you all in. It's hard to see. It's hard to hear. It is raining very hard. The wind is blowing just desperately hard. As soon as, as soon as you guys step through, like you're close enough that you can feel one another and see each other. But it's very dark. It's very rainy. It's very bad in here. I'm having flashbacks too. Parlin's past during oh. boot camp, yeah, where it was raining heavily, mm-hmm. and I literally cannot see anything. Mm-hmm. And my head starts spinning, mm-hmm. and I'm butter, butter, come out of it, come ah! out of it. Ah! And I'm swinging my shield around a little bit, and I'm kind of like taking my 
my trident and I'm just I'm putting it up over and just not knowing where anything is or anything. It's like I'm having butter. Shell it's shock. Jill. Shell, shell shock. It's still butter. You're okay. You guys hear a little bell ring. And when it does, this spherical force field appears around the three of you. As that happens, the rain is just, it's being stopped just a few feet from you in this sphere. And uh, Natalie says, I can't hold this for very long. We need to go quickly. It's going to, uh, we're not going to make it through before it's gone. How are we going to get through? Just keep moving. Let's go. Roll initiative. Oh, never mind. We're rolling initiative. I got a seven. I got 18 total. 18 total. So this is going to be a skills challenge. And the objective is to get through this storm. The initiative order will go like this during the skills challenge. It will be jelly, followed by peanut, followed by butter, followed by Natalie. You are in the middle of a storm. For this round, the force field will stay up. At the end of this round, it will go out. What do you do? Great, great, great. Okay. I know you said we couldn't see, but I'm going to try to perceive. Yeah, yeah, you can perceive. Roll me a perception check. That's a 19 altogether. Ooh, that's quite good. So you're just looking for anything, what, like the best path or anything threatening? Anything threatening. Okay, you're running through. You guys are running. Uh, You are looking all around, trying to keep an eye out. You're a halfling, right? In spite of the fact that you don't have dark vision, like I said, light and dark are kind of weird here. It was dark outside before you came into the rain, but you could still see really far and really well. And so uh, as the lightning is striking around you and you guys are kind of running forward in this pandemonium, you do spot something, something darting back and forth above you and beside you all around you. And you realize we not alone in this storm. Hey guys, we're not alone. This is, there's something flying up and down and all around us. Phil, what do you do? Does the rain look like normal rain or? Yeah. Okay. Just so real big just droplets. Just like real heavy rain. Okay. Real bad rain. After she says that we're not alone, I want to try to poke one of my javelins out of the force field and kind of hold it there and see if I can catch whatever's running around and try to basically clothesline them with a javelin. Okay. I'm, we're we're going to have to call that like, um, that's, that's like a dex check. Uh, 19 total. Jeez. Okay. So you are trying to see if you can, like, hook something and catch something? Hook it, hit something. I mean, I just want to connect. Okay, so you, like, shove a javelin out right as you see something starting to whip around. Because now that Jill's pointed out, you can see it as well mm-hmm. uh, with your superior dwarvish dark vision. And uh, something thuds into your javelin, flits into the spherical uh, force field with you for a moment, and then flits back out again. And um, you all get a quick glimpse at it, and it looks strange. It's like a little bitty person, like a, I mean, kind of feminine looking like a woman, like longish hair that's kind of sticking out in every direction. The hair is green. They're wearing gold and silver colored robes, and they have wings. And they're like little, they look like little fairies, little pixies. Uh, so I have something in my pack called Fairies Be Gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, just wanna, throw it out? Yeah, just well, spray like that all spray. around. Well, we found our pixie dust. Faith trust pixie dust. You all see that as you're moving forward. What was that? That was a, well, oh, good. This is not good. We need to hurry. 
So, you were saying that this force field will only hold up for so long. Mm, just a moment longer. We need to hurry. Belief. That's it. Belief. What if I sing a little bit of a jingle? May wouldn't that help? Butter, this is not the time. Run. Give me a performance check. Six plus... Plus two. Yep. Six plus two. So that's an eight. So you are trying to sing. What are you singing? I wrote a song. <laughs> oh, gosh. What is it? <laughs> no, I don't no, want to sing it. It's okay. not going to be good. Well, you start to sing, and the moment that you do, one of those things like runs through and slaps you right in the mouth. Not with its hand. Like It runs into your face. I'm just getting hit in all kinds of places. <laughs> not sorry. At, at that moment, Natalie goes, "Oh no!" And your force field disappears, and suddenly you are in the thick of it. Okay, this is actually coinciding with the thing hitting you in the face because it can't actually come through the force field. Right at the same moment you start to sing, the force field closes and it hits you in the face, and you're all now in this rain. It's blinding you. It is a cold rain, icy cold rain. Uh, you're still trying to run forward, but while the rain is falling and you're in the middle of it, unless you can figure out some way to interfere with the rain, which I don't think any of you probably can, you are going to have disadvantage on most checks. Okay? Well, great. I just rolled a six. Why not? Let's just get for it. What do you do, Jill? So I'm going to panic and take my <laughs> short sword and spin in a circle and see what I can hit. Okay. Let's just call that a dexterity check. It's a 12 altogether. Okay. It was a 7. So with a 12, you feel like maybe your sword connected with something, uh, but not really well, and you still can't see anything. And you're just kind of moving forward and spinning like a uh, food processor. Phil. <laughs> I want to take a rope and try to tie us together. Okay. Or at least get the rope to them, have them tie it. Okay. We'll call that a dexterity check as well. That 20. Okay. So you easily manage to get a rope kind of looped around your brother and your sister, you're, you know, so that you're all together and tied together. So because of that, Bill, what are you wanting to do? Try and sing your song again? Yep. Okay, I'm not going to make you do it with disadvantage because of his nat 20. That's going to give you sort of a forward-going thing. Eight. Eight plus two yep. is a ten. I mean, a ten is technically a success. It's not a great success, but it is a success. What are you trying to sing? <laughs> I, like, after getting hit in the face, I'm kind of like, Candle bells. <laughs> oh, gosh. Candle bells. It's merry time in Manumi. <laughs> Hear them ring. ring. Hear them ring. ring. Soon the king shall be here. Very good. And when you do, you hear a good, strong meow from Natalie, and the force field. <laughs> goes out a little bigger and brighter that was so beautiful bill let's uh we need to move forward quickly let's run while we can and uh you're going again jill you guys are running forward and jill you can see up ahead of you uh there is something moving uh, it looks bigger though than those little things and as you guys are running forward you see that it is uh, yeah it's a watery windy cyclone coming towards you <laughs> great ball <laughs> so uh, what do you do hey do you guys see that oh my goodness what is that this is very bad uh 
to the right. And you all take off to the right a little farther. Like, instead of your straight shot, what do you do? I'll do a perception check, looking for a safer way. Okay. Okay, so with a 15, you can see this, uh, you glance at this strange, like, cyclone that's moving towards you. And it's not like the size of a gigantic tornado, but it is definitely big enough to do some damage. It seems to be uh, formed by many of these little flying creatures. You'll see they got these little pointy hats on. And they wow. are moving uh, in your direction, spinning, and you can also hear them kind of gleefully laughing. And you're kind of leading in, uh, to the right. You, you kind of take the charge. You're heading in a direction that looks safer, a safer path. Uh, Phil, what are you doing? I want to take my shield. Mm-hmm. Try to shield bash one of the fi- uh, fairies. Okay. Uh, give me an athletics check. Then I got a 22. Okay. You shield bash one of those little things in the face. He goes flying off into the darkness. Yes! I actually did something! I'm going for belief once more. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Bill's the battery. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. That's an 11 plus 2. Okay, that's a 13. All right. Your singing is getting slightly better. It's beginning to look a lot like candle bells. They're docking in every store. But the prettiest sight to see is the candle bell you see right on your door. Very good. Uh, the force field it was starting to like weaken and shrink, and then you hear another meow, and it just again, and you hear Natalie say, "Keep singing, Bill. Keep singing." And you guys are, are running and running and running. Jill, give me a uh, give me a dexterity saving throw. I wrote an eight. Okay, so that's a sixteen. Yeah, you have a plus five dex, but saves on dexterity you get an extra plus three. So okay, so with a sixteen, you notice right as uh, a much smaller little, almost like a little dust devil type cyclone of rain and wind comes flying towards you all, and. Uh, it actually breaks through the force field, these little guys. The rain and everything is held out, but these little guys kind of pop through laughing, and they come right at you, and you're able to sort of duck and dodge out of the way. But when you do, you slip. And when you slip, you start sliding down a sharp incline. And I need all of you to make dexterity saving throws. Send that 20. Okay. So I got a 16 plus 3. Okay, so... The two of you do pretty well, so you don't fall, uh, but you are now running and, and kind of sliding down this incline, but you haven't lost control. Even with, even with a nat 20, you're you're on your feet, and you're still in control, but you're now running very quickly down a sharp incline. Yay. Jill, what do you do? So, we got to keep singing. I mean, why not? Let's okay. sing. Okay. 14. Plus your performance? Yes. Which is a plus four. So, that's an 18. Okay. So we're in a force-filled bubble, and I'm singing. I'm singing in a force-filled bubble, and I'm singing. Please let this work. I believe. Okay, you can have inspiration. (laughs) Caleb can also have inspiration for his songwriting. Uh, That's just so good. As you're singing, the force-filled just gets bigger and bigger as you guys are going down this hill. Phil, what are you doing? I just look at them both. I go, I don't sing. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. So is this incline where, like, we'll fall? It's wet. You're sliding. You're still on your feet. 
Jill is sliding. I want to take my shield. Mm-hmm. I want to ride it like a sled. You want to link shield surf your way down That's this. exactly what I want. Okay, that's going to be dexterity. You can do acrobatics if that helps you. Phil. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is, is not that, real? that was a nat 20. I watched it roll. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching him roll. It's right that's there. Oh my gosh. That's free. Oh, Holy I can't cow. be stopped. You are shield surfing like a boss. We're it's tied together. Yeah, you are now pulling the other two of them like a We're along like with you. a sleigh. The other two of you are now being dragged by Phil as he is surfing down the hill on his shield. Can, do you Whee! care? Do you grab Natalie? Do you Yes, we grab Natalie, but do you care if we roll to see if we're like what's what are, what do they call it when the boat's pulling them? Oh, no, like skiing? Yes. Like we just Okay, yeah, give me dexterity rolls or acrobatics to see. Uh, Jill, you can do the I think same mine's thing. a plus three, right? For acrobatics. acrobatics plus three. Not that it would be cool, but I don't think I would because I'm already down. I'm sliding already. Oh, That's you're already. Okay. So I would just. I just want to know what I grab. Go okay. for it. Oh, I don't. <laughs> you pull me on my rear. <laughs> As you fall on your rump and just start sliding, you feel the thump of Natalie jumping on your chest, and he's just looking forward very intently and holding his bell. At that moment. You shoot out off the side of a cliff. <laughs> I win. <laughs> and we all die. Merry Christmas, everybody. Crash onto the rocks below. This has been Make Believe Heroes Podcast. And you're Thank all you. Dead. No, oh that's not what happens. Gosh. But you do shoot off the end of a cliff. Like, that wasn't a joke. Wow. Suddenly, you shoot out into open air. The first thing that you notice is that there's no rain. The second thing that you notice is that you're free-falling. Free-falling. The third thing that you notice is you make impact with water. And you plunge deep into water, all four of you. You're tied together, but you are suddenly submerged in warmish water, not cold. Warmer than the rain that you were just being drenched in, but suddenly you are now submerged and going down from a long fall into very deep water. You all swim upward. Yeah. Yes. Push yes. upward. You resubmerge at the top, and as you do, you're back in the sort of space where it's dark, but you can see clearly, and there is a sheer rock wall behind you that you just fell off of. You look up, it's a cliff, and it's sort of jutting out and back from the direction in which you just fell, there is a beach, land. You all kind of push toward it, swim toward it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we do that. Yeah. You all swim toward the land. You see Natalie also swimming that way. He looks particularly not pleased <laughs> with just having been dunked in water. But after a moment, you uh, you make your way over to this sort of cove with the beach behind you all settled back behind this cliff's face a bit. You pull yourselves up onto the sand, coughing and spitting water, and there you are. That worked well, if I say so myself. Yeah, that was actually pretty good compared to our other adventures. Like, that was pretty cool. Well, uh, that's not the path I would have chosen, but here we are. And you see him kind of shake a little bit. Not like a dog, but just kind of, you know. Yeah. And uh, he's suddenly all the water is gone from his fur. Can you do that for us? No, I oh. don't think so. Do you have fur? It's a no. little trick I could teach you, but I guess not. We made it through the storm. 
But where exactly are we? That I do not know. I was hoping you would know. Well, let's take a look. He turns, and the three of you look around. You look out toward the ocean, and like I said, you're back in that sort of clear, twilight sort of area, and out on the ocean. This is not like a roaring ocean. It's very calm waves. Out in the darkness, the sort of darkness, you see far up ahead as Natalie pauses, and he says, Ah, there it is, and he kind of signals with his paw. And there is a very bright star shining directly to the south. And if you look where that star is, it, like I said, again, it doesn't seem to be all that far away. And if you trained this star with your eyes and you look down, now you can see, again, sort of like the mountains that you saw from your house, there's an island sitting out in the middle of this pretty calm ocean. That is where we are heading. Cool. How are we going to get across the ocean? Well, I can help with that, I believe. Okay. Natalie walks over to the edge of the water, and you can tell that, well, for one thing, you can tell he seems a bit bigger than he did. He's getting bigger. Hmm. Slightly, like, wilder looking. You know what I'm saying? Does he look like a wildcat? Not like a joke? Yeah, sort of like like a wildcat, yeah. Gotcha. Whereas before, I guess he would have been almost more like a bobcat. Okay. You know what I mean? Cool. He walks over to the edge of the ocean and he he reaches up and he slaps the bell hanging around his neck again. And when he does, going out before him, the water turns into a path of ice. Oh. <laughs> cool, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he steps out onto the ice and he turns to face you three and he says, Well, come along. It's quite safe. You can trust me. I want to run and just dive onto my shield, like, you know, sledding. Can we penguin slide? Oh my gosh, I've always wanted to do that, but I've never been up north far enough. You can try. I want to do it. Okay. That sounds like a great idea. What would that be? Athletics? Oh, I'm actually decent. You have a plus seven, I think. Yeah. So a 14? You do okay. You don't get very far. That was still cool. Yeah. That was fun. Thank you for, like, allowing me to do that moment. And I just, like, look down. Yeah. I know that might have been weird, but... No, it happens a lot more than you might think. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. We have penguins. It is the far north. It always snows there. Can I meet a penguin? No, you can meet a penguin. Well, maybe <laughs> later. We, we have some important business to take care of. Shall we continue? Yes, we shall. As we're walking along, and there won't be snow in my new me, this candle bells. No. The greatest gift we'll have this year is love. What is this? Where the milk always flows and nothing ever grows. Do they know it's candle bells at all? Do they know it's candle bells at all? You don't know this one? And there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. I don't know this one. Bro, how? The greatest gift they'll get this year is life. I don't know this song. There's a world outside your window. And it's square. Okay. Crystal clear. You're the worst, Paul. Okay. They know it's Christmas time at all. Natalie looks at you and says, 
I don't know that one. <laughs> that's um, that's honestly just kind of one that we made up as a as uh, a family. Just uh, it's catchy. It's Thank a, you. It's a family thing. Okay, all right. You wouldn't understand. You all, <laughs> yeah. The well, I mean, I wouldn't, wouldn't say get that. a song about Kendall Wells. You all continue forward on this icy path, and literally, he's just you know, there's probably I don't know five feet in front of him and to the side, just making an ice bridge. It seems to be mostly disappearing from behind you. It's just a rolling bridge. You go forward. It's a decent walk. You're on the ocean. It's very peaceful. I don't know if it strikes the three of you. I don't think any of you have ever really been on any crazy, fun adventures like anything like this. I mean, Bill has been in military situations, but this is... Nothing like this. This This is is pretty wild. Kind of whimsical, right? I've honestly never been on a beach like this before. Really? Or like out in the ocean. I don't... I only thing I really know is the farm and rocks. That's well. Here, travel is much easier than on your plane. Hey, did you know you had a growth spurt? Yes, as I said earlier, I'll I'll be much bigger by the by the end of the day, by morning, really, by sunrise. Wow! Like a ferocious tiger, like the mm-hmm. largest, most majestic tiger that ever lived. So, Natalie, mm-hmm. the bridge is cool. Yes. Um, any chance you can make, like, ice horses that we could ride on? Or is that, like, not a thing? I'm not going to say that it's not a thing. It's just not a thing for me that I can do. The Candle King could possibly do something like that, but I don't really ride horses. Shall we continue? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, let's continue. So tell me, wh- what do you all like to do in honor of candle bells besides sing such great songs? Hmm. I like to eat. Uh, Eating is very... Oh, mom yes. and dad always cook so well. That turducken was quite delicious. Oh, man. What I wouldn't give for some of it right now. I, I can't say that I've ever partaken of the triple bird before, but it was scrumptious. You must give your mother my thanks. Well... My compliments... I mean, I'm sure she would love to meet you if you ever get the time. Would she? Yeah. My mom is, I mean, you can ask Phil and Jill. I mean, right, guys? Mom is like even more candle bells than we are. She seems like. loves oh candle bells. Oh my gosh. Yes, but, well, you have to understand that most people, even that are avid supporters and believers in the Candle King, do sort of grow out of it. I'm honestly surprised that the two of you accepted it so well. I've heard that uh, Dad says she keeps a magazine under her bed with pictures of the Candle King and you, your cat. Really? <clears throat> she, yeah, I mean, like... Roll me art. a deception check, you liar. <laughs> Eighteen. On the dice. It's 16 after it takes off the mod. So. Regardless. You have a negative two? I have charisma? a negative two in charisma. <laughs> that makes sense. Hmm. He believes everything you say. It doesn't matter how outrageous it is. He is the most imperceptive person on earth right now because he wrote a natural one. But he's a cat. Uh, he's still a person. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Is it a hand-drawn picture? It's just... Whatever she pictures you all as, she's the biggest fan. You'll have uh, to show me when we return. Perhaps, I absolutely will. Maybe I misjudged your mother. What is her name? Phyllis. Ah, oh, that's a beautiful name, Phyllis. It's where I got my name. How did Peanut 
My real name is Phil. Oh, right. Yes, yes I yes. remember. Yes, Phil is. Yes, now it makes sense. Phil is peanut. Like I said, the, the ocean's been very calm. The star is growing closer. Serene, quiet night. And then all of a sudden, there's a giant explosion of water in front of you. The ocean peels back and pours onto all of you. It doesn't knock you off of the ice. It does knock you down, but the ice sort of spreads out around you because it seems like wherever Natalia is walking while he's doing this, the ice just forms underneath him. So you guys kind of slide around. Think like you're in a skate park, you know, on a skateboard. You're just sliding around. The water is moving all around you and coming, just rising up out of the water like a mountain is an enormous figure. He has a huge, long, gray beard. He is wearing dark gray and silver robes that cover all the way down. The water is just pouring off him, like I said, like a cliff face, like a mountainside. In one hand, he is holding a gigantic staff that is uh, tipped with some sort of like a long blade on the end of it. And in the other hand, he is holding what looks like a lasso made of lightning that he's just got sort of like draped over his shoulder holding it there. I grab my axe off my back. Okay. Who goes there? <laughs> I look down at like the Yule Cat and I'm like, mm-hmm. are, are we supposed to talk to that guy? You can see he's sort of like reared up. Oh, oh. that's probably not a good guy. <laughs> Do you hate candle bells? This is, uh, this is a villain. He's like the size of a mountain. How are we supposed to? To beat him, though. His waist is, he's like waist deep in the ocean. Three foot, 60 foot. <laughs> <laughs> I like my odds, and I throw a javelin. Okay, you just rear back and throw a javelin. He easily just reaches down and just knocks it out of the way with his staff. Like a toothpick. So it's going to be like that, huh? You will not be passing through here tonight. Natalie. What about tomorrow night? Tomorrow night will be just fine. Like I said, Natalie's just kind of like hissing. His hackles are all raised. Wow. I mean, what are we supposed to do? What do you do? Hey, Natalie, any advice? Natalie's not really speaking right now. He just He's just kind of glaring. Why Why can't we pass? Like, what? Why are you being mean? Little kitten, little kitten. I see you brought some friends. Go back and tell my brother that he'll not be sending any messages tonight. Hey, do you know what date is? <laughs> As he laughs, the ocean just kind of rolls around him. I mean, she asked you a question. That's yes, I know what day it is, little girl. Why are you being rude? Well, what day is it? It is the eve before the foolish celebration of my brother's day. No, no, no. You've got it wrong. It's the day after. It is his celebration. Today. Yes, you're right. Yes, of course. What is this? Turn around. You'll not be seeing her tonight. Why are you so mad at your brother? He is bitter. Why are you so bitter? Why, like, have you never had a good day in your life? This is a good day. <laughs> For, For Natalie, you'll not, not be seeing her. 
He'll not be seen. She doesn't want to speak to him. Will a warm hug melt your frozen heart? No? Okay. I feel like you've never been taught the true spirit of candle bells. Ugh, candle bells. Candle bells, a time of joy, a time of fellowship and family and friends. Yes. My brother lives alone on his mountaintop. But he brings so much joy to all the kids across Monumi. And we don't even know this, but maybe even across the whole entire universe. You're wasting your time, Butter. He doesn't care about such things. He only cares about himself. Jealous, envious of his obviously superior brother. As he says that, he kind of like hisses again, and he like jumps two sizes. I think he needs to be taught a lesson. I, what, I shake my head at Butter. What truly brings Candlebell's spirit is love and happiness with your family. I was even allowed furlough to come home and see my brother and sister and mother and father. And you're standing in the way of that. And I want to spend candle bells with my family. So you're either going to move or you're going to learn the true candle bell spirit. I walk over to Natalie. Uh-huh. I go, I'm sorry. And then I turn towards the big dude. Mm-hmm. And I go, man, I understand what you mean. I hate the candle king. So arrogant, always thinking he's better than others. Mm. That's exactly exactly right. right. What a jerk. jerk. Phil, how could you? Listen, you all don't understand. You run around always so happy. You never think about the people that get left out. What are you talking about? We always include you. Yeah, when it matters to boost you. I need you to roll me a deception check, Phil. It's a 16 total. So you notice as the giant sort of leans down uh, closer so he can just kind of get a better look at you all and hear you better. Bill and Jill, you both, both of you roll me an insight check. (laughs) I only got a 12. Okay, so neither of you beat a 16. So yeah, both of you believe him. I immediately start like tearing up and crying. I don't understand. I too have been left in the dust by my brother, always hogging the glory. No one speaks my name. I know exactly how you feel. My brother, the warrior, going off to army to show his true strength. My sister, of course, the parents' favorite because she's the youngest. Who does all the work around the house? Who does the chores while Bill is out playing with his soldiers? That's right, I do. Hmm. Yes, I can relate, small one. We should teach them a lesson. Would you like me to smush them for you? And he kind of reaches up with a hand. No, no. I think what we should do is we should keep them from what they want the most. To succeed on their journey, to make themselves seem like such great heroes. Yes, I like this plan. Take what they want. Make them feel the loneliness that we have felt. The abandonment. I go, yes, indeed. Let's leave them. And I kind of hold my hand up towards him. Okay, he holds a hand up towards you. I want him to pick me up. He picks you up. I want him to put me on his shoulders. He picks you up and puts you on his shoulder. I want to take my axe and drive it in his neck. Okay. 
You failed. This is a storm giant. What are the rest of you doing while this is happening? I mean, it's about to happen, but what are, what are you all doing? Just standing there, just like weeping. mouth agape, I mean, weeping? Natalia is stepping forward, and he's still got his his hackles up, and you hear him, like, hissing again as he does. He grows even bigger. Like, he's just bigger than a normal tiger at this point. He's huge. He is taller on all fours than any of you are standing straight up at this point. And you kind of hear, you two down close next to him, hear his bell start to ring very quietly, like it's vibrating back and forth. And uh, Phil, you're moving, it takes you a minute, you're moving up, moving up, he places you on his shoulder and he says, Yes, the kindred Kindred spirit spirit at at last. last. Long live the Candle King. Right as you are like, as you're going to swing your axe, uh, you're standing there, Bill, and Natalie, as he steps forward right before any uh, in that text place, he kind of looks your way and whispers to you, and he gives you a message to deliver. Tell her he's sorry. Roll with advantage. You said with advantage? Yeah, he's unexpecting. Okay, not that. Then 18. Okay, yeah, I think that's going to do it. Let me double check. Yep, 18 hits. Raging, I slam the axe into his neck. Okay, so with your rage damage, that's an extra plus two, so that's 12 damage. Yes. So you swinging for full 12 damage with your double-headed axe, you slam the axe into the side of his neck. His neck is like the size of a red oak. It's huge, so in the grand scheme of things, it's not all that much. However, he immediately reaches up to slap you off of his shoulder. But before he can, you all hear a tiger roar as Natalie leaps up off of the ice growing 50 100 times in size into a 100 foot tall tiger and he latches onto his arm before he can slap you with it and uh, they go into a some sort of like enormous gigantic battle these two behemoths just like in the ocean fighting the bell rings a piercing loud ring and an icy path shoots across the ocean. Phil, you are dislodged from his shoulder and you are falling, but you land pretty far back into the ocean and are able to like swim up. But these two are fighting. I'm going to need an athletics check to swim over to the uh, icy platform. When I come out of the water, I just go, oh, thank God it worked. 13. That's enough to get you over there to it. I run over there to pull him up. Okay, you pull him up, Jill. Are you guys just running full speed ahead? What do you do? I slap him as hard as I can first. <laughs> this is not the way I wanted candle bells to go tonight. I'm like sucking it back in, you know what I'm saying? Like the tears and stuff. And I begin running. Ah, Butter. You thought I could really turn my back on the Candle King. I'm in shock. And just <laughs> keep running as hard as I could. I'm, I don't speak to anyone, I don't look at anyone, I'm going forward. I mean, the giant and Godzilla cat are fighting behind you. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. dope. Can yeah. I take a selfie? <laughs> no. You're running. Yes. Uh, the <clears throat> fight is going on behind you. Uh, it's ferocious. And uh, Natalie is pretty terrifying at this size and unleashing his inner tiger. But you all run, trying your best to make your escape, and the icy platform it holds in front of you. And like it's like once again, this place travel is strange. You seem to 
quickly they're fading behind you, much faster than you're able to walk or run. It just seems like the land, the ocean, the sea here at this point is just running under your feet. And soon you see the island up ahead of you. It's a very small island. And as you approach, you notice that it's really only large enough for one small home, not a large yard, a small yard all the way around it. There are some palm trees, but they're gold and silver, Candlebell's colors. There is a house. It almost looks like it's made from a sort of bread, like a gingery bread. It's decorated with gold and silver trappings along the roof. It's gaudy, honestly. It looks like only someone with a very specific sort of taste would ever live in a house like this. It's resolute. It's still dark. But you all do notice it seems to be getting a little brighter as you approach High above this house, shining down like a beam, almost like sunlight, is the very, very bright candlelit star. The icy path takes you right up to the sand of the island. It leads right up to the doorstep of the house. What do you do? I really want to take a bite out of this house. So, what is this? Natalie told me that we must bear the message. And that is... That... The Candle King is sorry. Oh, wow. So, I climbed on a water giant's back, stabbed him in the neck to tell someone the Candle King is sorry? That's awesome. Last one to the doors, rotten egg. I run. I run faster. I try to trip them. The stepping stones are like white and red swirl, like candy cane. Bill's like shaking. Bill's like loves peppermint. Mm. Doesn't that look good? Don't you want to slow down and take a look? <laughs> While they're talking, I run. Bill keeps running. Nat 20. The he second takes useless off. Nat 20 you've rolled tonight. <laughs> I mean, like, Bill's. Can I use that as an athletics or, like, something? I don't care. It's fine. You're Bill's just running super fast now. You all get there at the same time. Cheating. I touch the door first. Cheating. You come to the door. The door's normal height. The house is, you know, like a, it looks like a very, very simple, very cozy and quaint sort of home that happens to be made from gingerbread silver and gold. On the door you see in large swooping letters the letter Q and the letter B. I knock on the door. Well is there any like door knocker? There is a little door knocker. Um, can I use it? Mm-hmm, can good. I reach it? Yeah. You <laughs> okay. Can. It's in the middle of the door. It's a bell. Y'all want you want to do it? Just just ring it. I don't I don't think he knows how to ring it. I tap it. You tap it. The bell rings bright and clear, the smoothest, most beautiful bell you've ever heard. A few moments later, Hot chocolate. you hear footsteps approaching. The door opens, and standing there is a woman. She has long, golden hair with silver streaks throughout it. It's braided and hanging over her left shoulder. It is waist long. She's wearing a beautiful gold and silver dress, but comfortable, more like a robe over a dress. She's also wearing some short uh, glasses that are kind of down on her nose a little bit, and she's holding a book in her hand. Hello. Um, can I help the three of you? We were sent here to talk to you with a message. From the Candle King. You say that? Yes. Oh, bad idea. You're really bad at this. I am great. She kind of pauses, and she just shuts her book. Not aggressively, but, you know, curtly. Really? Yes. 
So you have come to deliver a pointless message. I'm sorry, but I was actually... No, I'm not to be rude. You probably come a long way. I'm very sorry for your troubles. I'm sorry that he pulled you into this. This has nothing to do with... You You all look like three very nice children. I hope that you... I uh, hope that you have a good candle bells. Uh, he, he'll be coming soon to deliver gifts to you all, I'm certain. But I really must get back to my reading. And she goes to sort of close the door. I but stick my foot in front of it. He's sorry. She pauses. She opens the door again and she pulls her glasses off and she kind of... What What was your name again, young lady? Um, my name's Jill. Jill. Uh, what, uh, um... I'm afraid I might have misheard you. Could you tell me again, what what exactly do you mean? The Candle King is sorry. He told you this himself. Well, it kind of went through a few people. But I see. the Candle King told the Yule Cat, and the Yule t- Cat... Natalie! Told, oh, I forgot his name. <sighs> is he here? He is currently fighting with the Candle King's brother. Oh. In the ocean. Yeah, that's my fault. Sorry. That fool. He's always sticking his nose where it doesn't belong. I'm sorry. Continue. But then, since he had to fight, he told us to come and tell you. To tell me? That the Candle King is sorry. Well, he should be sorry. She looks like she's contemplating. I'm really sorry he's dragged you all into this. It's just a... He's so caught up in his legacy and in the story of the Candle King. Isn't the Candle Bells supposed to be about love and caring about family and those that are dearest to you? I just couldn't, I just couldn't bear it anymore and I just had to leave. He was too prideful and he's, he said he is sorry. Yes. And how did the three of you get roped into this? It all started with a song. <laughs> we three hicks of Branchire are Bearing messages and traveling far Field and fountain, sea and mountain Following yonder star Oh, star of wonder, star of light Star of royal beauty bright, southward leading, still proceeding, guide us with thy candlelight. Born a king from candle tower, love for you he wants to shower, love forever ceasing, never candle king bears for you. Oh, star of wonder, star of light, star of royal beauty bright, southward leading, still proceeding, guide us with thy candlelight. Her breath catches, and there are tears in her eyes. Perhaps he is sorry. It's, it's, my goodness, it's so late. Soon it'll be sunrise. The three of you are so far from home. 
Perhaps I can help with that. It seems I have a, uh, a journey to make. Perhaps I could drop you off on the way. That would be so cool. She steps inside. She sets her book down and she beckons you all to step in with her. Please close, close the door. I close the door. Strangely enough, this house is powered by song. Would you all like to sing another carol for me? <laughs> Write another one. Oh, no. <laughs> you can just go with one you've already sang. It's fine. Candle bells. Candle bells. Candle bells. It's merry time in Manumi. Hear them ring. Hear them ring. Soon the king shall be here. And the house like starts sparkling and like slowly spinning, sort of like a uh, you know like a music box. Really is the best sort of description from it. You can see the sparkle of silver and gold on the walls while you're doing it. Again, you see like tears lighting in her eyes. And uh, when it stops, you guys are back at home, standing in your living room. The fireplace is burning low. The candles are burning low. Your candle that you set by the door is still there, burning bright. The door is cracked open. And there's a little cat sitting on a rug in front of the stove there. And he says, I see that you delivered my message. We Wow. I just break into tears. Peanut, butter, jelly. I could never have done this without you. The Queen of Bells, she is... Well, she was right to be upset. But now the Candle King shall continue his traditions. He shall continue his gifts, for he is whole once more. And I have the three of you to thank for that. Wow. I wasn't dreaming. Yeah, that was real. <laughs> no, it, it was not a dream. But as you grow older and as life grows colder, the memories of this night, they might fade from time to time. But always on candle bells, you'll remember. And to help you, I've decided to give you this. And he reaches up with his paw and he unlatches the collar around his neck and he slides the bell off and he picks it up with his mouth and he walks over and he hands it to you, Phil. <laughs> and I just fall on the floor and hug him. Are you going to have to leave us? Yes, I, I have to go back. He needs my help. It's a lot of work getting gifts to all the believers. Do you want to eat some turducken first? Do you have to ask? We make our way towards the kitchen. <laughs> While you go to the, t the kitchen to get some turducken, he walks over to Jill. Jelly, I, uh, I hope that, at least for this one animal, you can give an exception even though you didn't raise me. I give him a hug. Oh. So sweet. He purrs. <laughs> if it hadn't been for your sincerity, the Queen of Bells might never have listened to the message. Only a true believer in the candle bell spirit of a pure heart could have delivered that message with such honesty. Wow. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. I come back out of the kitchen and I've packed him a little knapsack mm. full of turducken and mm-hmm. like roasted yams mm-hmm. and like other stuff. I don't know if you wanted like maybe turnips. I will take anxiety. I'll take it all. Okay. And I'm like packing stuff in and mm-hmm. it's, uh, I just kind of like put it on top of his back. Yeah. Kind of like hanging around his neck. Not like, well, yeah. Probably easier I was going to do carry. like a saddlebag, but okay, that's, that's fine too. Like little, like little, reach little back, food. You'd be like, oh yeah, little cat saddlebags, little cat. <laughs> oh my gosh, this, this is, is unique. This is unique. I, I, I like this. This works. Thank you. Yes, it is time for me to go. Oh no! Soon you'll find yourselves awaking in your beds, warm, and some gifts waiting by the fire. Do you think you could maybe come visit our mom sometime? And her dad? Uh, uh, maybe one day I could... <coughs> <coughs> he coughs up a hairball. Uh, it's like mostly seaweed and like um, like barnacles and like chunks of coral. <coughs> I'm fire, very sorry. It got very intense, didn't it? It was a serious fight. <coughs> it was a serious fight. I'll take... I'll take care of this. You don't. No, I'll. I'll take care of this. Um, okay. Sorry. That's no big deal. I ruined it. Phil does that sometimes. I ruined the moment. It's okay. It was really nice to meet the three of you. It was nice to meet you. Just too. ignore it. Uh, it's okay. He, he takes his paw. <laughs> he pushes it into the fire. I want to go grab a towel. The fire goes. <laughs> Do you just ignore that? Let's say we have cough syrup <laughs> upstairs. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm fine. Um, oh, okay. sorry. No, it's okay. No, it's fine. It's okay. Phil, like I said, Phil does that sometimes. It has been such an honor to meet the three of you. I'm so thankful for your help. But I really must go. It'll be sunrise soon. We have a lot of gifts to get yes, out. Yes, yes. One last hug. Of course. A group we hug. We all like group hug. We all group, group hug the kitty. He just purrs. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Please tell us we'll meet you someday. Yes. Again. Just don't lose the bell. And on Candle Bell's Eve... Uh, ring it, and sometime if I hear and I'm in the area, maybe I'll swing by. We'll be just ringing it all night. (laughs) (laughs) He steps over to the door, just close the door behind me, and everything will return to normal. So if we don't close the door, it won't, like... I recommend closing the door. Yeah, people might get in. That's true. Thank you all. I will certainly never forget peanut butter and jelly. I packed one for you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're my favorite. I know I am. You all heard him say that. And you all think he was talking to you. He turns and he steps through the door. Butter, you step over and close the door. I step over and I say goodbye, you old cat. I'll never forget you. You hear him call back. Never stop believing. This reminds me of another I was going to say don't stop believing, but I didn't because of this. <laughs> this reminds me of another song. Just a small town cat. <laughs> uh, Had to go skiddity scat. Stop. Stop. To deliver a midnight message going to Mrs. Claus. <laughs> okay. This has been our... Ridiculous and hopefully very fun Make Believe Heroes Christmas special. I've been your dungeon master, Paul, and tonight I've been joined by three of our friends. Hey, I'm Zach. I played Phil, 
Happy Christmas. Hey, I'm Caleb, and I played Butter or Bill or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing tonight, okay? <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Hi, I'm Abby, and I played Jill. Jelly? Jilly? <laughs> <laughs> And hope that you all enjoyed getting to spend some time with Natalie himself, the Yule Cat. Perhaps he shall return one day in the future. Yes. Or perhaps not. Either way, thank you all so much for taking the time to listen. We hope that you're having a very, very Merry Christmas and that you excused and also loved all of these terrible Candle Bells carols. <laughs> That's enough from us. We'll see you again very soon. Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas. Do you think you can maybe come visit our mom sometime? And her dad? Well, I've, I've left them a special gift as well. It's my poop. I pooped in there. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh no, mom's going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> Cats do that. I'm sorry. I take the blanket and I grab Phil in the blanket and I go, you must be kept one. And I start trying to carry you can't him. grab yourself. Side. He's Bill. Dear goodness. <laughs> I grab Phil. I wrap myself in a blanket. I say, you must be kept warm. Honestly, honestly, I'm about to do that. Uh, so while we were going through the storm, I thought I would take Caleb's idea and make a song, but Paul cut me off, so <laughs> it's fine. Dashing through the storm on a one-shield makeshift sled. I hope that this thing's worked. Because if not, we're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, solid gold. <laughs>